Well, good morning, good morning, and good morning, boys and girls, citizens of all ages. Time for the Power Hour on this Monday, October 23rd. It's 8.01. Starting a new Monday, we are starting a new week. Oh, and as I mentioned, I don't know what it is, if it's getting towards the end of the year, but time's been flying by. I mean, for for a while now, but like, but last week, for instance, it really hit me. Like at first, it was Monday, and then all of a sudden, last week, it was Friday. Just like times just flying by, flying by. Happy Halloween, Happy Thanksgiving, Merry Christmas, Happy Boxing Day, and Happy New Year, man. Let me be the first to tell you because before you know that, it's here. Did you talk to your family members about who's bringing what for Thanksgiving? You better. Because it's, it's going to be here before you know it. Are you Christmas shopping yet? Or are you going to wait until after Thanksgiving to take care of that? <laughs> Got to say thanks to Mendez's Seafood Bar and Grill. They are the official restaurant of the morning show. Lafayette location on Ducey Road. Youngsville location on Chemin Mattery. Go and see Jeff and Renee and the crew for lunch. For dinner, it's all delicious. You can check out their menu if you want. Get more information on their website. It's mandancesgrill.com. Thanks to Acadiana Tire, the official tire shop of the morning show. If your tires are getting slick, go and see Big Hick at Acadiana Tire. 214 West Canal Street in Church Point. Tires and uh, brake jobs, mechanic work, inspections, oil changes. It can take care of you over at Acadiana Tire. And also thanks to Cajun Coatings, Acadiana's premier coating and paint correction specialist. You can check them out at CajunCoatings.com, and you can see what Kyle does. So if you got a new vehicle, you need to get it protected, I suggest you doing so. Graphene, ceramic coating, get your vehicle protected today by calling Kyle, Cajun Coatings, 337 349 0542. Just got a text from Jeff over at Mendez's. See, I'm not the only one up planning Thanksgiving. Now, Jeff, he's been doing this at Thanksgiving for a while. Like, if you don't feel like cooking, he can cook for you. They'll do a fried turkey, smoked and sliced brisket, a spiral glazed ham. They got all the sides for you from mashed potatoes to on dewy corn mokshu, green bean casserole. Dude, I'm getting hungry just, just checking this out, just checking out the flyer that he sent me. But you can order in advance. You can call the Lafayette or the Youngsville location. If you don't feel like cooking this Thanksgiving, let Jeff do it over at Mandez's. See what I mean? People are already in that holiday mode, man. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Halloween. Merry Christmas. Happy Boxing Day. I never understood what Boxing Day was. I always thought that. Yeah, I I don't know. It was was some boxers. It's not. It's something in Canada, right? Carl says, good morning, cartoon underdog. (laughs) And then uh, A&R Fifth Street Fabwork said, I swear, the older I get, the faster he goes. It's true. Jenny, good morning. Brent, good morning. Ian, Stephen, good morning. I mean, the time right now is just flying by. Maybe it's because I'm old. I don't know. Question of the day. What's your favorite cartoon from the 80s or 90s? Carl comments, underdog. Underdog is pretty good. That question of the day on my Chris Logan Facebook page, also on our Planet Radio 106.7 Facebook page. WR says Looney Tunes reruns. Dude, Looney Tunes 
you know, that was a classic for a pretty long time. And on Saturday morning, sometimes I watch it. It plays on, I think it's me TV, maybe like at seven or eight o'clock on a Saturday morning. Drink a cup of coffee and watch that. Watch the Roadrunner. <laughs> Who else, dude? Uh, what, what was that old dog that he was always like moping around? He checked into work. Sam, was that his name? The old, the old dog. But that was that was good stuff. Chris says Scooby-Doo. Heather says She-Ra. Michelle and Troy says Muppet Babies. Dude, Muppet Babies, I, I don't want you to think anything different to me, but Muppet Babies was pretty good back in the day too. But you see, we, we didn't, like, like I mentioned when we talked about the question of the day at about 7.15 this morning. Back in the day, cartoons were on on a Saturday morning and you watched what was on. There was no flipping channels to go to Nickelodeon, this, that, or the other. Most of it was on CBS. And you watched, you watched what was there. You may have turned the channel. And maybe we had, we had some CBS, maybe a little Fox, a little KADN. So it was like KLFY and KADN. Uh, Randy says, G.I. Joe and Transformers. I'm right there with you, Randy. Kyle says, Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> He-Man, Thundercats, also Inspector Gadget. A lot of He-Man, a lot of She-Ra. Uh, also, a lot of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, too. Let's see, Floyd says, Looney Tunes, Tom and Jerry. Jared says, Tailspin or Adventures of the Gummy Bears? Ren and Stimpy, Transformers. Heathcliff. Tailspin, DuckTales, Darkwind Duck, Ninja Turtles, The Flintstones. Candace says, Captain Caveman. Captain Caveman. I, I, I can't do it because he had a raspy voice, <laughs> but it was, it was so good. Steven says, Daria, Beavis and Butthead. Uh, but so good, man, those, those cartoons from back in the day. If you didn't get to answer that question, go and do so. It's on our Planet Radio Facebook page and my Chris Logan Facebook page. So today is Monday, October 23rd. Monday, October 23rd is National Slap Your Annoying Coworker Day. So just a heads up, if you get slapped today, you are the annoying coworker at your job. Not sure if you can press charges, you know, if there's some leniency because today is National Slap Your Annoying Coworker Day. Says here from National Day today, this annual event takes place on October 23rd. So if someone is bucking you at work, don't be shy. Take advantage. Pop. I mean, if you get slapped, you may want to just change your ways. You get slapped, you got to think about it this morning. Like, man, maybe I am kind of aggravating. Maybe I just need to stop being aggravating. Also today, if you wear Crocs, today is your day too. Today's National Croc Day. The Crocs are making a comeback, dude. It's not just for, you know, maybe some dudes going fishing. You know, it's not just for, for those to put on uh, while you're at the camp when you take your boots off. No, it's not for nurses, you know, wearing the hospital. Everybody's wearing them, and they're, they're becoming cool. What, a couple, three weeks ago, we talked about the cowboy croc boots. Those are pretty cool. I don't own a pair of crocs. There's just something that says, for me, 
why would I go spend 40, 50 bucks on a, on a pair of Crocs? I, I, for me, I'm not. Now, my, my daughter has a pair. That, but what, would I spend that on my daughter? Yes. Will I go? Absolutely not, man. But I do have a cheap, I think it was like a $10 pair to knock off some Walmart. I think they were called some frocks. That's, that's what I got. And if, if I'm not cutting my grass bare feet, then I have my frocks on. Just as good. Might not look as cool as you, but just as good. I don't have those little shawls, you know, how some people put those little charms. or There's a word for them. A lot of the kids do it where they have the different charms and they put that in the holes on the top. I don't have any of that. But I'm just as happy with my frocks as you are with your crocs. Happy National Croc Day. Happy National Slap Your Annoying Coworker Day. When do you slap them? Do you, like, do you slap them across the face? You, you know, maybe slap them on the back, slap them on the hand, on the arm. You might not want to slap them on the butt. Because maybe that could be another call for HR that you don't really want to get into. 810 Power Hour rolling on Planet Radio 106.7. What are some of the, the other headline stories we're getting to today? When will Louisiana see its first freeze? Somebody stole some cat's uh, bagpipes out of his vehicle downtown Lafayette. Come on. A new way to express that you found something funny while texting. There's, there's something new. It's not LOL or LMAO going to tell you coming up. What trick-or-treaters trick really want. Uh, Green Day announces a stadium tour. A controversial pole dancing skeleton. As a Halloween decoration, what do you think about that? Also, what do you want first, good news or bad news? The latest thing to become way too expensive? Sign that we're old? Got a few uh-uh stories? A company demolished the house and then found out it was the wrong address? Lawsuit. What makes men happy? A car lot trapped a thief by using a forklift to hoist them into the air? Got a couple, bro. You knew that's about sneezing in grocery store bags. Dude, if you have a grocery store bag with more grocery store bags in them, the plastic bags, raise your hand. And if they're under your kitchen sink, raise your other hand. If you use them as a uh, trash bag in your bathroom, trash basket, raise your hand. Yep. So many uses for them, but they could be dangerous. We'll talk about it more coming up. Another uh-uh story, a thief posed as a mannequin, and he waited for the mall to close. All that and more is coming up. We better get started if we're going to get to all that this morning. Also, football-wise, over the weekend, LSU handed it to Army. Dude, how you beat Army 62 to nothing? Got to call the dogs off. I mean, at least 26 to nothing when you play an Army. How are you going to beat them Army dudes like that? Come on. And the four and three Raging Cajuns, they lost to Georgia Southern. Georgia Southern six and one. And, and I said Friday that it was going to be a tough game for the Cajuns for homecoming. Normally, an easy team schedule for homecoming most times, right? But no, Cajuns had Georgia Southern, and they lost twenty to seventeen. I didn't get to watch it. I was DJ and MCing at the Rice Festival all weekend long. Had some fun doing that. And But I saw a few complaints on Facebook. 
you know, the ob- the obvious all 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 the time, no matter who's playing, the need a new coach, need a new quarterback, need a new offensive uh, coordinator, all you know, all that kind of stuff. But Cajuns lost the homecoming game. Also, Major League Baseball postseason's rolling on. We're closer to the World Series, and the Astros lost nine to two. What they left the bases loaded. They left. Uh, I think it was in the eighth. They left uh, three on, three stranded in the eighth inning. But Texas beat Houston nine to two. So that means game seven is tonight. And also Arizona Philly, that is tonight too. That's game six. That series is, uh, sorry, Philly is up three games to two in that series. And that is at 407 on TBS, Arizona and Philadelphia. And then tonight, for all the marbles, Texas and Houston, that is a 7.03 first pitch, and that will be on Fox. So TBS and Fox having both games today. This is on KLFY.com. When will Louisiana see its first freeze of the season? So as we know, a freeze, according to the story, too, in case you don't know, Steven uh, Stephen on the Facebook Live says Astros close it out tonight. Hope so. In case you don't know what a freeze is, this story says <laughs> that a freeze is defined as having a low temperature of 32 degrees or colder. Thank you for that. A hard freeze is when temperatures drop 28 degrees or below. And you can get frost with air temps several degrees above freezing. And this story is looking into the average first day with low temps of 32 degrees or colder. Now this story again, KLFY.com. I think it was written by, I don't know, another one of their stations. says the earliest freezes in Louisiana happen in the northern parts of the state, but a couple of areas are tied for the first freeze. Leesville, Northeastern Plain Dealing, and Northwestern Tallulah have the earliest average first freeze on, on the list with a November dip to 32 degrees or below. So saying Leesville, November 10th, Plain Dealing, November 10th, same for Tallulah. Uh, Alexandria, November 15th. Monroe, November 16th. I don't see us down here anywhere. Uh, Baton Rouge, November 25th. Lafayette, November 27th. That's, that's when we're scheduled for our first freeze. So that would be around Thanksgiving time. That would be cool. That would be cool to have a light jacket on for Thanksgiving instead of having a pair of shorts. Lake Charles, December 2nd. Homa, December 10th. New Orleans, December 21st. So, I mean, this is just, uh, it's just hearsay. Maybe somebody was reading a farmer's almanac, something like that. Maybe they talked to Treta, something like that, and they, um, they had a little Nostradamus moment. But that's, that's when they say, we will get our first freeze. But that would, it would be cool to get it around Thanksgiving, though, really. Also, this is from KLFY.com. By the way, listening to the Power Hour here, Planet Radio 106.7. And I saw this on a few other sites, too, and apparently this dude's upset, and, and, and I don't blame him. If someone would steal anything out my vehicle, 
or take any of my DJ equipment out of my vehicle, I'd be upset too. And this guy's upset because someone stole his bagpipes. Lafayette man offers $500 reward after bagpipes were stolen from his vehicle. Local, local musician heartbroken after his three sets of bagpipes were stolen from his car in downtown Lafayette. Michael Barney said his bagpipes are not just instruments to him. They're his most prized possessions that are irreplaceable. Three sets of bagpipes, including an Irish whistle, was stolen from his car in downtown Lafayette. He says, quote, I came to my car. I was parked here downtown, and I came to my vehicle, and the dome light was on, and I thought that was strange. I had two instrument cases in my back seat, and they were both gone. Sadly, Barney said a teacher who has passed away gave him the bagpipes when he was a kid. He said, quote, the teacher that made them for me has been dead for almost 25 years. He made 30 sets in his life. There's no way to replace that. Unreal. And, and dude, it's, um, it, it, it's sad that you can't even keep your personal items in, in vehicles anymore, man. Someone's going to want to steal them. Like, that's like if, if I have some of my DJ stuff in my vehicle, I, I get a little nervous. Sometimes I don't want to stop anywhere after. Hey, man, come see me. I'm, I'm at the club. Come, come stop by after your wedding. And I don't really want to because I don't really want to leave any, anything in my vehicle around a place where someone can take it. And, and it's sad that we got to think about that. You know, for sure, I don't want to leave my backpack because I got a couple of MacBook Pros in there, a couple hard drives. You know, that's a lot of music that I work very hard to get. Like, that's one thing for me. Take my speakers, take my, take my mixer, just, just don't take my backpack with my, my computers in it. Because that would be, that would, that's just so difficult. All of it would be difficult to replace. And I'm not saying come steal the stuff out my vehicle after I'm DJing a wedding. I'm just saying, I mean, if you're thinking about it, just leave the backpack, take everything else. <laughs> but this guy's offering a $500 reward if he can get his bagpipes back. Just had him in his vehicle. Someone looked, thought thought it would be cool to break in and, and take him, and they and they did. Also, I saw this today. Forget LOL and LMAO. There's a new way to express you found something funny when you're texting. And it's Ege Bowl. That's how you say it. Ege Bowl. And it's I J. B-O-L. I-J-B-O-L stands for I just burst out laughing. The new term reflects a type of laugh that may come at inappropriate times, like at a funeral, in reaction to a punchline just a beat too late, or when you suddenly remember something funny. Each bowl. <laughs> I just burst out laughing. I-J-B-O-L. There you go. Learn something new today. What do trick-or-treaters want? Now, there's a difference, right, between what trick-or-treaters want and what they're going to get. <laughs> they might not get the Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Things are tough, man. Times are tough. If you want the good candy this year, want to bring the, the kids, get the good candy, you better start early. The Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, that might start flying at about 5.30, going to be gone at about 5.35. 
Then comes the peanut butter kisses, the Smarties, the Dum Dums, because you can get that big bag of Dum Dums for like eight bucks. That could last you a while. You want some good stuff, you better go early. But topping out the list, trick-or-treaters want Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, followed by M&M's, Hot Tamales, Skittles, Sour Patch Kids, Starburst, Hershey Kisses, Candy Corn, Hershey Mini Bars, and Snickers. That's according to thecandystore.com. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups absolutely would be number one on my list, too, if I went out to trick-or-treating. It's just high, man. Like to, you know, especially if you live in a busy neighborhood, to get all the good stuff. You're probably doing well if you if you have all the good stuff, and that's okay. Hey, y'all go to that house, man. They got they got all the good stuff. <laughs> also saw this too. This is pretty big. Green Day announced a 2024 stadium tour with the Smashing Pumpkins. That's pretty cool, right? Last week we were talking about that. We we're talking about live music. We were talking about concerts coming around the area maybe concerts coming to the cajun dome talked a little bit on the air and during our commercial break you know maybe why not many rock shows are coming to the area and and you know one reason is because they're not many touring right now but green day just announced the 2024 stadium tour with the pumpkins and rancid Green Day also debuted a new song, The American Dream is Killing Me, which comes out tomorrow. Also, the Linda Linda's part of that show, too. Billy Joe Armstrong made that announcement Thursday night during a surprise show in Vegas. They played Dookie, which turns 30 in February. Crazy, huh? Crazy to think that's 30 years old. And The American Dream is Killing Me will be the first single off a new upcoming album for Green Day. Wonder, you know, where that's going to go. Probably, I mean, it's probably going to be a major city tour. And I, I don't see them doing many, many dates. They're probably going to do a pretty good bit, but it's, it won't be probably, you know, 80, 90, 100 dates. Still, I still haven't been to Vegas. Remember, that was one of the things that was on our bucket list. That was our question of the day. I said going to Vegas was one for me. I, I haven't been. And I keep seeing videos of that sphere that's in Vegas now. And, and I, I want to go see it. Can you give me a reason to go to Vegas? You too doing uh, shows there inside the sphere. Not sure if you saw that. Pretty cool. Got different graphics and stuff on the outside. I think it costs, what, two, $2 billion, something like that. And they do shows in the inside. If you haven't checked it out, if you haven't seen that on social media, do a little searching for it. But it's 824. We got to take our first break, and we're coming back. A controversial pole dancing skeleton. What do you want first, good news or bad news? The latest thing to become way too expensive. Signs that were old. Got a few uh-uh stories coming up like this one. A company demolished the house and then found out it was the wrong address. A car lot trapped a thief by using a forklift to hoist them 20 feet in the air. Uh-uh, dog, we got you. Wait right here. We're calling police. Also this, uh, a thief posed as a mannequin and waited for a mall to close. 
Also, we got a couple of bruggy new that's. It's all coming up in the second half of the Power Hour here on Planet Radio 106.7. Hang on. All right. Uh, oh, A&R, Fifth Street, Fabric staying. I'm still on days off, missing a great opportunity, talking about National Slap Your Annoying Coworker Day. And Steven says, Astros close it out tonight. We will see if that will happen or not. Is it in, let's see, where, where's the game? I, I didn't even look at that. Is it in Houston? Yep. So the game is in, no, wait, yes, yes, game is in Houston. 7.03 tonight. But it would be cool to see the Astros in the World Series again, huh? Um, also, Carl says, oh, yeah, uh, talking about Underdog, his favorite cartoon from back in the day. You know what else was kind of cool back in the day, too? I mean, I wasn't a huge, huge fan, but I remember watching Dungeons & Dragons. That was also on CBS on Saturday mornings. Anna says, My Little Pony, Snorks, Garfield. Garfield came up a pretty good bit, too. Also, Anna says, Chris Logan, if you're trying to find out how old we are, just ask us to drop our age. <laughs> Not many people would do that. Uh, Lisa says, Scooby-Doo. Uh, what else? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Garfield. Jacob says, X-Men. Uh, Phil says, what about the accident downtown Saturday night, Sunday morning? Why were they having a block party? I didn't, I, I didn't see that, man. I, I saw a couple like notifications about accidents and stuff like that. And I hadn't really pieced it together. And I don't know if that went down in the news feed on the websites, but I, I didn't see, or maybe I just overlooked that story this morning. Steven says, talking about baseball, fun fact, the home team has not won a single game this series. Wow. I, 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 didn't, I didn't realize that either, dude. Normally, it's, it's home field advantage, correct? Football. Baseball, home court advantage in basketball, but it looks like it's it's not that way. But let's see. So Texas and Houston tied 3-3, and then Arizona, Philadelphia, Philly leads three games to two. What, what, what did I say last week? It's going to be an Astros, Diamondbacks, we're all series. I think I'm right on that. Uh, Phil says, saw the story on KLFY page. Okay, cool, dude. So welcome back to the Power Hour here on Planet Radio 106.7. Our Planet Radio Twin Peaks Fantasy Football League. Looks like I might lose again. Yeah, I, it looks like I did lose again. And I, I thought I was going to get a, I thought I was going to get a dub. And I didn't. I might as well just pack it in, really. I, in both my leagues. I might as well, I might as well just pack it in. I'm in fifth place. Probably going to drop down a little further than that than that. Um, who's in first place? Kendall's in first. 
then Chad, then Alex. Then also we have Daniel, then me, then Jace, and Dwayne. Who's full contact? I think that's Brandon. Peaks of Greatness, that's Phil. And then Jamie. Yeah, so I'm playing the guy who's in last place. Poor Jamie's in last place, and I'm going to lose. Might as well just drop down to the end. But I got to say thanks to Twin Peaks. It was a great idea. And my gut told me not to draft Joe Burrow just, just because I, I'm, not, I'm not that big of a Joe Burrow fan. You know I'm not that big of a Tigers fan. Like there wasn't a burning desire in my gut to say, Chris Logan, get Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow. And I did. And what happened? That. That. That happened to my fantasy football team. Got to listen to your gut, man. Your gut tells you a lot. Your gut tells you a lot. And in other football news today, too, and I really don't care, maybe you do, but Travis Kelsey does better when Taylor Swift is watching. (laughs) And I saw this while watching the game yesterday. CBS aired a graphic during yesterday's game to to show that Travis Kelsey's stats are better when Taylor Swift is there. He averages 99 yards a game when she is at the field. And 46 and a half when she's not. There you go. Also, what about this? You think it's fun or you think it's inappropriate? A controversial pole dancing skeleton Halloween decoration. Can you go too far when it comes to decorating for Halloween? But was it in New Orleans not that long ago? It was like that, that whole devil display that people were upset at that went viral for a little while until it calmed down. But some residents of a neighborhood in Utah are upset about a Halloween decoration that shows a skeleton pole dancing on a street sign. Two other skeletons sit on chairs nearby holding up fake bills. (laughs) The guy who created the display, Christopher uh, Fujison? F-U-J-I-S-H-I-N, cool last name, Fujishin. Neighbors complained. The city told them that he needed to take it down because it's a code violation to have anything hanging on a street sign, even skeletal erotic dancers. Let's see, there's a photo here. Ah, okay, so he used the street sign as the pole. And you can tell it's a female skeleton because there is a purple wig on the skeleton. And her legs, the the lady skeleton's legs, are locked on to the street sign. And so her, her head's down, like, you know, she's facing down, so her wig is almost touching the sidewalk there. Then there are two folding chairs, two skeletons in there, and they're holding fake dollar bills. And they said, no. But they did upgrade it, and they moved it. So they moved it, and I'm looking at the Facebook page where they had the picture. So they moved it from, I guess the city said, you can't do that on the street sign. They said, okay. Then they moved it to their yard. They put lights around the whole entire thing, and then they put their own pole, and they wrapped some rope lights around the pole and then stuck the skeleton back on the pole and then I think there, there might, okay, yeah, I see, there's two dudes still 
two skeleton dudes with money in their hand. And now it's all lit up. Before it wasn't lit up, they just had it on the street sign. Now they took it a step further since the city said you can't do that to the street sign. <laughs> Neighbors who like the display have even dropped off their own decorations to add to it. Others still don't like it. One neighbor said, quote, I guess teaching our children respect, decency, and manners have gone by the side. Is Halloween a huge decency or, or manners holiday? Christopher admits that it's a little risque, but he says it's just meant to be fun. He also says, quote, if kids understand what that is, maybe the problem is something else, end quote. So good, bad, controversial, shouldn't have it, should have it, America, what's your thoughts on that? Good news or bad news first? Which one do you want? You ever had someone ask you that question? What do you want, the good news first or the bad news first? Give me the bad news first so then I can get happy when you tell me the good news. Don't tell me the good news first and then you can tell me the bad news and then I'm gonna, I'll, I'll be thinking about that after the fact. Tell me the bad news first, then tell me the good news, and then we go on with our day. New research reveals the vast majority of people prefer to receive the bad news first. Is that you? I got some good news and I got some bad news. What is it? I just saved a bunch of money on my car insurance and also noticed that uh, someone broke into your car. You got to flip that around. Oh, someone broke into your car. Really? Dang it. I just dropped my insurance. Good news, though. I switched car insurances, and I saved a bunch of money. Oh, who are you with? Who? Oh, oh okay, cool. Let's go check out the car. <laughs> the latest thing to become way too expensive. Everything is expensive today. Everything. And then what is it, $100 billion to fund the war in Israel and Ukraine? We're not going to close up that, that deficit anytime soon. But the latest thing to become way too expensive, fun. Not just concerts, not just movie theaters. At least 20% of Gen Zers say everything fun has surged in price since the pandemic, including theme parks, theatrical shows, live comedy, sporting events, carnivals, and fairs. To do that, some Gen Zers are cutting back on dining out, but others say they're taking on credit card debt, borrowing from their savings, taking on additional work, or selling clothes and other belongings just to pay for the expensive stuff. And that's everything. You know, maybe now you don't have too much money to do the extras. Because you got to go grocery shopping. And you got to bend over when you go grocery shopping. You got to bend over when you go do a lot of things these days. Facebook Live, Anna says even bowling's expensive. Everything is, man. It's getting, it's getting a little out of control. Question was, when is all that going to go down? It's and that's it's it's so hard to say. 
It is 8.37, listening to the Power Hour here. Planet Radio 106.7, a new sign that we're old. If you dance with your hands in the air, (laughs) that's a sign that you're old. Wave your hands in the air like you just don't care. Dancing with both hands in the air, supposedly a sign that you're old now. Gen Zers claim it's something that they don't do. Some guy who looks like maybe he's in his mid-30s posted a video after a woman who's younger called him out for it. They were dancing at a club. She said she could tell he was older because his go-to move was dancing with both hands up and his elbows slightly bent. Yeah. Huh? Getting his hands in the air. And it says don't clap first. That's that's worse if you're going to hit the you're going to hit the clap. Huh? Clap. <laughs> Raising the roof. You don't want to raise the roof. Yeah, that's that's kind of old too. Come on, let's raise the roof. But that's uh Gen Z saying that you know, millennials, Gen X, boomers might be old if you dance with your hands in the air. Hey, what are you supposed to do with your hands if you're dancing? I'm not a big dancer. Now, I watch a lot of people dance every weekend. Every weekend I'm watching somebody dance because I'm DJing a wedding reception. Well, I mean, like, what do you what do you do with them at some point? You know, if you keep them by your side, you know, maybe you kind of, you know, you're chugging along like a train, you know, like you got your hands there. Anna says doing the Carlton, but, you know, that's kind of putting your hands your hands in the air. You keep them in your pockets, dude. You just you just kind of bounce. Is that the cool thing to do these days? Dance like the '80s, you know. You kind of get that little swing, almost like that little Carlton, but not as hard. Straight, you know, straight '80s dancing. How do we dance in the '90s? I I don't really remember. You might have a DJ if you're at the club. Put your hands in the air. Uh, yo, 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 put your hands in the air, rocking the party. <laughs> so if the DJ tells you to put your hands in the air, are you supposed to put them or, or are you not supposed to put them? Also got this uh-uh story. We got a few uh-uh stories. A company demolished a house and then found out that they had the wrong address. Lawsuit. How, like, how, when, when you, when you, see or hear stories like that you think how does that happen like how do you not confirm that you're at the right house so this story here says a woman in georgia named susan hodgson said that while she was away on vacation a company called you call it we haul it demolished a house that she owned and she only heard about it when her neighbor called The neighbor confronted the workers, and they supposedly, quote, got nasty with her. So Susan sent a family member over to check their permit, and that's when the company realized they were at the wrong address. Then they just drove off, leaving the house in total rubble. What? No one was living in the house when it was destroyed. Susan said it was a property that's been in the family for a long time, but it was boarded up for the past 15 years. The family keeps the grounds maintained, keeps the taxes paid, so it wasn't abandoned, and they definitely did not want to tear it down. The company told the local news that they're investigating how it happened. 
They're working to resolve the mishap, but the family says they haven't heard anything from him, so it's unclear how they're going to make it right. So they they dialed Dalford. There was probably a Dalford around this area uh, in Atlanta, and they dialed it, and Dalford came out, and they're trying to get to the bottom of it. It's always a threat by people. Hey, don't, don't make me call the news. Right? Well, no, you don't have the story right. Go ahead, Dal Dalford. You're going to look dumb once he comes here. Not, don't make me call the law. Don't, hey, you want me to Dal Dalford? No? Okay, well, get this right. Clean up your sidewalk. I'm not going to Dal Dalford. But it looks like they, the, you call it, we haul it, didn't even haul their mess away. They tore it down and realized they had the wrong house and said, oops, got into their truck. Gone. <laughs> Gone. Uh, also, this, too, from AskMen.com. What, what, what makes men happy? This story says being top dog makes men happy. It says all of us want to be rich, but that's not really the key to happiness. The key is to be richer than everybody else we know. According to economics researchers from Cornell University, we care more about what other people earn than what we earn ourselves. A pay raise buys very little happiness if our income ranks, uh, or sorry, a pay raise buys very little happiness if our income rank remains the same as before the raise. In other words, it's better for our happiness to be a big fish in a small pond. And again, that's according to askmen.com. <laughs> Jen says, being fed well makes men happy. Absolutely, dude. Throw down a good little rice and gravy, something like that. Key to a man's heart. My wife can't cook, though. I mean, she can cook little things. But, uh, you know, rice and gravy, stuff like that, and she doesn't really try. That's, that, that's uh, more of, of my part of the relationship. Uh, also got this uh-uh story. A car lot trapped a thief by using a forklift to hoist them 20 feet in the air. Nowadays, it seems like oh, you got you to gotta do your own thing. You got to try to stop people from doing wrong. You got to stop people from trying to break into cars. You got to stop your own people from trying to run out of a, a department store because they're trying to shoplift. An auto shop slash scrapyard in Akron, Ohio, has been struggling with thieves. So when they saw an, in an intruder in one of the cars on their lot, they drove a forklift over and then lifted the car off the ground. Then one of the workers called 911. They said they had a thief stuck in a car on a forklift. The dispatcher laughed and said, quote, wonderful. That's the greatest thing I've ever heard. We'll get somebody out to you. I guess it wasn't a crackhead, dude, because if it was, they were a method, they'd have jumped out the vehicle, and it wouldn't even matter. Trying to cut that, uh, what, what did they try to cut? Those catalytic converters. There's probably something inside the vehicle that they went to get if they were inside and they got hoisted up. When police arrived, they arrested the suspect. He had a backpack with sawing tools on him, see? They asked him what he was there to steal. He replied, quote, uh, copper, to be honest, brother, not going to lie. At least he was an honest thief. The man was 26, year old, 26 years old. His name, Alexander Funk. 
The employees say they believe he had broken into at least two vehicles or broken in there at least two times before. Alexander was charged with criminal trespassing and possessing criminal tools. Imagine like being in that vehicle, though, kind of being haunt that they caught you. And they hoisted you in the air about 20 feet. <laughs> All pointing, laughing, hey, we got you, man. But he must not have been high because if somebody would have been high, they'd, they'd have jumped out the vehicle and it wouldn't even matter. No, they would, have, they would have broke a leg and just kept on running. Bone coming out and all. Femur coming out and all. Just still running, dude. Like nothing, nothing's bothering them. But that's definitely an uh-uh story today. What about this? Bro, you knew that. Is it unhealthy to hold a sneeze? It could be, says medical experts. Sneezing is your, your body's way of getting rid of allergens or an infection. So suppressing a sneeze may slow the healing process. In rare cases, the pressure from a held sneeze could even damage an eardrum. Bro, you knew that? And what about this? Using reusable grocery bags may be good for the environment, but it could be dangerous to your health. And I guess they're talking about the, the little reusable plastic bags that we all have. You got that one Super One bag with all the other Super One bags in there. You know, it might have a Piggly Wiggly bag, whatever it is. You got one and all the others are in there. And you just keep them. Just in case, you might need them somehow, some way. They might be underneath your sink. Probably got one in your bathroom trash can as a trash bag. That's, that's a very good way to use it. You know, you go to Maman, she gives you some... Uh, you know, some, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? She gives you some leftovers. You know, she packs you a little to-go bag. She's going to put them in a, uh, what, country crock Tupperware, maybe a sour cream Tupperware, put them in a little plastic bag, tie them up, hand it to you. There you go, baby. But these reusable grocery bags could be dangerous to your health. Loma Linda University scientists found that nearly half of the reusable grocery bags they sampled contain fecal bacteria and other nasty germs like E. coli. Why? Because leaking meat juices and bugs on fresh fruits and vegetables contaminate the bag. Protect yourself by using reusable bags and you can wash after every shopping trip. That's for men's health. Bro, you knew that. So you got all them little bags, man. Just, just watch out. You know, just be, just be safe if you're using them. I know you got some, though. We all do. We all, we all have them. They're pretty handy. You know, but see, like, um, if, if, if we're shopping, come back with stuff, and then there's meat in one of those bags, I'm not, I'm not going to keep that one. You know, or like if there's a little blood, whatever it is, I mean, that's going in the trash. Even if the milk is leaking a little bit, they put the milk in the bag, that one's going in the trash, too. I'm only going to keep the clean ones. Apparently, I'm weird for keeping the clean ones, according to this story. And then what about this? Our, our final uh-uh story today. A thief posed as a mannequin and waited for a mall to close. Okay, getting, getting smart. A 22-year-old guy in Poland facing charges for stealing stuff from several stores in a shopping mall after it closed. He went in while the mall was open, 
got into a clothing store windows display and pretended that he was a mannequin until everyone left. Their security camera shot of him standing in the window holding a shopping bag. He doesn't look like other mannequins, but no one noticed. Let me look at that pic. <laughs> I mean, he's just there inside. It looks like he got some... You can't see because there's like a post in the way, but it looks like maybe some white pants. He has a tan hoodie on, and he's standing there with his arm out, and he's holding a, a shopping bag. Looks nothing... Nothing like any of the other mannequins. <laughs> Once everyone was gone, he stopped posing, stole a bunch of stuff from a jewelry stand, and he left. And he might have gotten away with it if he stopped there, but apparently he tried it a second time on a different day. Again, no one noticed at first. That time he went to a restaurant in the mall and had a meal. Then he got into a clothing store and put on a new outfit. Security finally spotted him when he went back to the restaurant to eat again. Now he is facing up to 10 years in prison. Come on. Uh-uh. And if you're going to get away with something once, are you going to go back and do it again? This dude decided to go, to go after it twice. And also, what about this? What do men really think of their wife or girlfriend's intelligence? Do guys think that they're smarter than the ladies? Or do guys know that ladies are smarter than, than us? A majority of guys, 56%, secretly think that they're the smarter one in the relationship. What's your thoughts on that? Are you smarter than your, your wife, your girlfriend? Ladies, you, are you smarter than your boyfriend? Smarter than your husband? Could be. And, and, and what, you know, how do you, how do you measure that, though? Measure that by if you have a high school diploma. Measure that by having a college degree. You know, how much time you spend on the streets. Do you have more street smarts? You know, can you solve a math problem real quick? If Johnny has three apples, somebody took two, how, much, how many apples does, does Johnny have left? I think it's one. You know, what, 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 what's really a, a test to see who's smarter is your kid's homework. And I'm an idiot, man, because I, I never wanted to deal with, uh, with my kids' homework because I, I couldn't. I was confused. Maybe, may, I don't know, maybe uh, I had some kind of learning disability that I didn't know about. I remember when my, when my kids were doing, like, homework. No way. Like, my, my son needed a little more, more help than my daughter. My, my daughter just, she just kind of did her, she did her own homework. Math homework, dude, forget about it. Go ask your mama. What about this? What's a subject and a predicate? I, I don't know. Go ask your mama. Don't come to me asking me those kind of questions. I'm just a radio dude, man. But I thought you knew English, Daddy. You need to talk. No, I didn't go to college. Just lucked out, got a job on the radio. <laughs> but it is 8.52, coming to the end of the power hour. A um, little bit. On Israel, Israeli forces carried out airstrikes against multiple targets in Gaza, two airports in Syria. 
in a mosque allegedly used by militants in the West Bank over the weekend. And this is kind of soaking fear that the war may spiral into a border regional conflict. The strikes come as Israeli forces trade fire with Hezbollah militants along the Lebanese border and say that arms are being delivered to the group via Syria. And also reports suggesting that Israeli officials found instructions for making cyanide-based chemical weapons on a Hamas fighter killed during the group's October 7th attack on villages in southern Israel. The document was traced to a 2003 Al-Qaeda manual. It is unclear whether Hamas has the capability to carry out or if they're planning such an attack, a chemical weapons attack. Also, Israeli officials raised the number of confirmed hostages taken by Hamas to 212. The assessment follows the Qatar-mediated release of two Americans, the first hostages to be released by Hamas, and the death toll from fighting uh, 1,400 Israelis and 4,600 Palestinians. That's some of the latest on what's going on there. Got Israel. Got Ukraine. Got the Gerald Ford and everything else going into the Mediterranean. I saw a video last night, uh, and I saw one or two before on TikTok. Because, you know, TikTok, you start engaging in content, and then they start showing you more. And so I was, I was looking, or I mean, I wasn't looking for it, but some videos came up about the Gerald Ford aircraft carrier and that thing is like is like the best in the world and there's this laser cannon on there to where you don't have to use traditional ammunition like you can you can shoot down drones or planes or what have you using lasers and and to think that you know like that's public you know, imagine what's not public but that's one of the most if not the most technological advanced battleship, aircraft carrier, whatever you want to call it, in the world. And it's parked, ready for some action. Let's hope it doesn't really go into action, man. But it's 8.55. Coming to the end of the power hour. Going to have the final hour of the morning show coming up. We're going to get to Incubus, Our Lady Peace. Going to do Nixon's. We're going to do Silver Chair and more. Here inside the power hour, Planet Radio. 106.7. Hang on.